This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Miami Valley, and welcome back to today's show. Folks, you know what? You're really going to want to listen and tune in to today's show because we're going to be talking about something that's going to affect most, if not all, of the listeners today. We're going to be talking about how your retirement plans are going to be taxed. So here you are. You finally retired. This is what you've worked so hard for and so long. No more, you know, mind-numbing bumper-to-bumper commutes or you know, road stress and all that. No more 9 p.m. dinners that you didn't want to go to anyway. And you're not going to have to worry about having to return all those demanding emails immediately. You feel like you've got the world in the palm of your hand, folks. And thanks to all your hard work and the dose of that financial discipline along the way, you now are ready to start flowing into your retirement and enjoying your life. Sounds pretty good, right? Well, but then on some seemingly normal afternoon, you're going to get a letter in the mailbox from the IRS saying they're going to be informing you about your partnership you've had with them all these years, and it's now coming to fruition because as your partner, they now want their cut for all this little nest egg that you worked so hard for. But you're sitting here thinking to yourself, but wait a minute. I'm the one that's done all the work. I'm the one that's taking all the risk. And now you're coming in and wanting your cut of 30 to 40%. Well, that's the silent partnership most of you have had your whole life and didn't realize it until now. So today we're going to discuss in this episode many kinds of retirement income that are taxed. And hopefully you'll feel more comfortable uh, about your strategy uh, once we get squared away. And you certainly got some time here, folks. Uh, those that are not really into retirement yet, you got some time to make some changes here that'll have a more successful outcome. Hey, but before we venture off into this exciting world of taxes, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, who I know is going to be really excited about today's topic because he's a huge fan of the IRS. Well, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not taking the bait on that one, though, in case any IRS agents are listening, right? Uh, Hey, IRS agents, I think you do great work. I mean, everybody has go-to jokes about taxes and the IRS, but hey, IRS agents are just people too, right? I mean, uh, they're people too. They are. They're just to follow, trying to make sure we follow the rules. But follow the rules. But yeah, uh, but yeah seriously, uh, everybody rolls their eyes when we talk about taxes in the IRS <laughs> because it gets so crazy complicated. But you do need to know how your retirement will be taxed, and so I'm glad we're going to talk about that today. I've had a great week, Steve. I've just been really busy, and I know this is a busy time of year for you too, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh my gosh, Tony. You know, yeah, here's the thing. I, I think I even touched on this in last week's show. Yeah, we're really excited. We've worked all year on a lot of our marketing efforts, uh, you know, ready and getting ready for the fall because, you know, this is a busy time of year for us, really busy time for us. You know, we are opening up uh, the, the new office in Beaver Creek. And and here it is, you know, talk about getting a letter in the mail from IRS. I had to go see, uh, get a second opinion on a surgeon. I had an issue with this left shoulder. Out of nowhere, this thing just started just, just the pain was intense. And no clue what we did, how I did it. 
and discovered that we had a pretty major tear. And I had two surgical opinions, and the second one said, I need to get it done. Um, and I guess I, that was last Monday, and you know we went and went in on surgery Wednesday because it is get it done because I've got to get this thing healed. I've got a lot I've got to do this coming fall. In fact, our first educational event, I'll be speaking with an arm sling on because I can't take this thing off for six weeks. But I, I guess post that, the, the surgeon did tell Teresa, my wife, that it's a good thing we did it because I guess there was more damage than they thought. So you know, life's good. Hey, we're charging ahead, man, full speed. This is not going to be a setback. We're certainly looking forward to what the next few months are going to unfold and the opportunities that are out there. Because we're here to help people. That's what this show is all about, too, Tony. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's awesome, Steve. And uh, it's good you got that done. It's too bad you had to have that uh, happen yeah. uh, and during Woo. your busiest time of year. But I'm glad you got it taken care of. And it sounds like uh, things went okay. Um, it's just now a time <laughs> of recovery and learning to work with one arm, huh? Yeah, I am the one-armed bandit, yeah. man. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about the how our retirement uh, will be taxed and how we can plan for that. Well, you know, here's the thing, Don. There's some parts of this financial lives that, that, that do get a little easier sometimes in retirement. But taxes are something that you need to keep yourself informed on, folks. Because, again, taxes are here. They're, they're not going anywhere. They're here to stay. And when these changes occur or how they're going to affect you, it's just something we need to be informed about as much in advance as possible. So I'm, you know, I'm going to reference a couple of resources today. Uh, Ed Slot will be one, but this one also is an article from Kiplinger, How 13 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed. It explains how many common sources of retirement income are taxed and what you can do within your financial strategy to address this you know, these ongoing tax needs. So I encourage the people that I work with, you know, that view taxes like this. As your, you know, your retirement date draws closer, you know, you're all thinking about dream vacations and scuba diving and travel and, you know, all these adventures you want to do with your kids and your grandkids and all that stuff's great. But you know what? It's really seriously some time to get down and put together some tax planning with the appropriate financial advisor that, that has a better understanding of this. Uh, also, maybe even if you've got a tax advisor, get your team working together so they can craft a strategy that can truly be in your best interest. And, you know, we, and Tony, I joke a lot when we do like an event, you know, there's a difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance. Do you know what that is, Tony? Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> it's 20 years, ah. right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's so, always a good yeah, one. Well, it is, Tony, because, again, we're going to talk to people about how to avoid taxes and do it legally and, and by the rules of the, of the IRS, the, the laws that we've given. But there's things that can be done if you sit down and plan for it. And that's what we're here to talk about a lot on today's show. Well, yeah, and I, I think for a lot of people, the idea of building a retirement tax strategy uh, might not sound like much fun and it can right. sound daunting. But that's why you need to work with somebody like yourself, Steve. Because yeah. you can guide people yes. all the way through this process. Yes. You know, and that's the one thing that the article first mentions. And, and this is something most of our listeners have. They're either going to have a 401k or an IRA or 403b, any of those type of retirement plans. You know, and initially these are, well, these are tax deferred accounts. That's where I, I joked about earlier in the opening the show. We talked about this partnership with the IRS because you are in, in a silent partnership that they are allowing you to defer these the dollars into these accounts. They're what we call pre-tax. 
and you will be taxed on them later. And so that, that's kind of why I kind of joked about, you know, the, the tax man shows up, a partner, and they, they want to get their cut. So it's just knowing the rules and going into something in advance, Tony, and knowing what the outcome is, say, 20, 30, 40 years down the road, that's what we're going to help people understand and putting together you know, a really good plan specifically for their income goals, taking them into their retirement. Yeah, and as you've noted on previous shows, uh, withdrawals can't be put off forever, right? No, no, that's just it. Yeah, that <laughs> again, the partnership said this: we're going to let you put the money in pre-tax, right? right. Lower your taxation now, pitching a lower tax bracket. And when you go to retire, you know the the rumor was you were supposed to save money because you'd be in a lower tax bracket. Well, that hasn't worked out too well for some either. But by by the same token, the rule did say, oh, by the way. You know, you have to start taking this income at some point in time. And the old rule used to be 70 and a half. Why they come up with 70 and a half, nobody knows. But I've had clients, Tony, in my 28-year careers, I've done this. They, Steve, I don't need the money. You know, I've got this, I've got pensions, I've got, you know, income from rentals. Well, the IRS says they don't care. You know, you've got to take the money out whether you want it or not, because now as the partner, they want their tax revenue. So 401ks, things like that, IRAs, anything that went in pre-tax, you're going to have to then one day turn the income stream on because the IRS does want their taxes. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they want to get paid one way or the other. Uh, for me, the notion of having to fork over any penalties like 10% or 25% because of early withdrawals or missing an RMD, that's more than enough to avoid that route. Unless I simply didn't have another choice, you don't want to touch those accounts before you turn 59 and a half, right? Well, Antonio, that's that's just it. That's the other one of the other rules. You can put it in pre-tax. <clears throat> you can't touch it till fifty-nine and a half. And if you do, there is that ten percent penalty, right? Uh, so that's just some of the other rules that some people know. I've had people say, "Well, it's my money. I put it in." No, you're in a partnership, and the partner says you can't have your money until you're fifty-nine and a half. It's a joint account you, with Uncle Sam. A, yes. Yeah, your four hundred one k and your traditional IRAs are joint accounts because they are. Uncle Sam's going to get his twenty to thirty percent. No question. And, and, and the same, like you mentioned, boy, well, I, I don't need the money, Steve. I'm 70. By the way, the rule is now 73. You went 70 and a half, 72, now 73. You have to start taking the money out. People still say, well, I don't need it. Well, they don't care. Plus you would have had to take the money out anyway. Plus there's interest. So it, it can be very costly if you're not tracking it and know when it's time to start taking those RMDs. Uh, what's next? Uh, what about Roth IRAs? Well, Roth IRAs, you know, they've been, boy, they've been popular. You know, it was 1998 was the, the inception of Roth IRAs. And, and they're really a good instrument. In fact, they're so good, they, they limit what you can put in them. Right. <laughs> Go figure that, right? Um, but they are very attractive because Roth contributions today, if you do one today, they're not tax deductible. But eventually, the withdrawals that you will take will become tax-free. And there is some other, you know, th- other things we have to consider. You know, you set up a Roth IRA. There is a five-year, what we call a starting period, five-year rule. That, the, and the earlier you start it, so whether you put five hundred dollars in today and you're forty years old, your five year starts then. So that's also very important. So, but so you put the money in. It's not pre-taxed. You don't get deducted. But if you follow the rule, when you do take the money out that money then becomes tax-free. So we've, we've been leveraging that strategy a lot, Tony, over the most recent years, because as we know, the tax rules are potentially going to change in 2025. 
So we're trying to take advantage of the current tax laws and Roth can, you know, Roth account, Roth conversions or something that are very attractive to the right individuals. I think Roth IRAs are so important. You've talked a lot about them yes. before <laughs> and on previous shows. It's a great vehicle for people to utilize to get tax-free income in retirement. And if our listeners have questions, they can call you about that. I know, I know you'd love to talk to them about that. Now, when I think of taxes and retirement, this isn't something I, I did think of, but I think it's a misconception that I had. A lot of people have, what's the tax picture for Social Security? Or can your Social Security be taxed? Yeah, well, that's another thing, Tony. When Social Security was started back in 1934, the rule was it would never be taxed. Well, again, things changed, and it's it's they've they've changed taxation on Social Security twice. And the rule, what the way it works now, if you have what we call provisional income, which is all your income, and you're between twenty five thousand and thirty two thousand, and you're married filing joint, well, then your Social Security is not taxed. It is tax free. Well. Most people I work with fall into the other brackets where your provisional income is between twenty five and thirty four thousand joint filers. You're going to pay fifty percent. In other words, your your Social Security comes back over on your ten forty, and you're being taxed at that at fifty percent. And if you're over the limit, where you're over forty four thousand dollars for joint filers, eighty five percent of your Social Security shows up back over on your ten forty, and you're taxed on it. Wow. Wahoo, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Social Security can be taxed and yes. up to 85 percent of yes. your Social Security. Right. So. Yes. So a lot of people think I used to think Social Security was not taxed at all. And so right. it can be taxed as regular income up to 85 percent of it, <laughs> at least. And that's that's tough. And some states even tax Social Security. So. Yeah, uh, that's a that's another thing you have to watch out for. We should probably take a, a quick break here, Steve. But before we do, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Well, get a hold of us, folks, and we've got a special offer too today. You know, Ed Slot is one of the premier experts when it comes to IRAs and four hundred one k and taxation. He is he is featured as the America's best source on IRAs and four hundred one k's and taxes. So, listeners. First listener that calls in, emails in, I don't care. We're going to send you one of the bestseller copies of Ed Slot's book filled with all kinds of, of insight showing you, teaching you how you can avoid some of these taxes in the future. So PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com, that's our website, or you can call 937-667-6500. First caller, first one to email, we're going to send you that book. All right. Wow, that's great. Get a copy of the book. Steve, it's great of you to give that out to our fantastic listeners out there. Listeners, give Steve a call. What's that phone number one more time? 937-667-6500. All right, and we'll be right back with more of Temple Talk Radio right after this. You generally only get one opportunity to maximize your Social Security. Don't leave it up to chance. It's important to trigger your Social Security benefit at the time that best fits your goals and objectives. Your customized Social Security Maximization Report will help you determine when and how to file for benefits to potentially achieve your maximum lifetime income. Request your personalized Social Security Maximization Report today at templetalkradio.com. And welcome back to Temple Talk Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Steve Temple. And during today's episode, Steve, you've been talking about 
how different retirement income tools are taxed, right, and right. how it can often be easy to forget that taxes are still part of life during retirement, <laughs> unfortunately. But the good news is you can minimize that tax burden. Right. And so far, you've talked about ways to do that, things to be aware of. You've talked about Social Security, Roth IRAs, traditional right. 401ks and IRAs. So what's next on the agenda? Well, the next thing is we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, pensions. You know, pensions are funded with what we call pre-tax money. And, and that simply means the full amount of your pension will become taxable once you start taking withdrawals. But generally, payments from both government and private pensions are taxed at ordinary income rates, Tony. So if you've kicked in after tax contributions in your plan, that also can be a good strategy as well. So just keep that in mind. We, we, we always factor in pension income when's the best time to actually start it, right? Uh, and how's the best way, way to structure it as far as, you know, lifetime, individual, joint, things like that. We're going to help you figure that out. And that kind of spins back into how, how can it be most tax efficient? Pensions have kind of gone the way of the pensions, but there are still right. listeners out there who may have a They're pension, you know, government workers, things like that. Now, what about investments? Uh, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds often provide critical retirement income for people. What's the tax situation with those? Well, there you go. If, you, if you've got stocks, bonds, mutual funds that you've held for minimum of one year, Tony, you know, your money is going to be taxed at what we call long-term capital gains tax rates, which can be zero, 15, or 20%. It just really depends on your marginal income bracket, right? So while you hold these, you know, up against the ordinary income tax, which right now is 37%, uh, that's a significant difference. In fact, I remember years ago, uh, Warren Buffett was on a uh, town hall discussion with some other you know, leaders, and, and Warren made the comment, well, I don't have a tax problem. And I'm looking at this, what? You have billions of dollars? And, and he said, yeah, my, I pay 15% capital gains tax. And that, it hit me then that it's a very, very tax-efficient way of having a retirement income when you are utilizing you know, stocks uh, for, uh, for, or mutual funds for income. Yeah, but this year, the 0% tax rate only applies to income uh, as much as 41675 for single file filers, and it's fifty five eight for those that are head of household. So just we got to keep that in mind as far as when you sell to stocks, mutual funds, what's your marginal bracket? That's going to determine what your, what your capital gains tax percentage would be. Okay, so what about selling at a loss? If you have stocks or bonds or, and you sell them at a loss, is that a tax advantage? Yeah, Tony, it's not as advantageous as one thinks, so. though. So if you have losses, and let's say you've got $40,000 in losses, and many of folks that we've met over the years have had that experience, you know, uh, just not having the right strategies. If you were to sell then out of, you know, emotions, you can only deduct $3,000 a year. So if you've locked in $40,000 in losses, that's that's going to take 13 plus years before you can write off all your losses. So that's again, you got to be very careful with that in terms of how efficient is your strategy. And and again, we we caution people to that uh, again, not to get emotionally involved in things. Have a disciplined strategy. You'll usually fare out better in the end. So Yeah, that's true. And that's useful info, but it also seems like the potential tax implications then for stocks, bonds, and mutual funds are complicated enough that working with a financial professional like yourself alongside a tax professional would be a very smart move. 
Yeah, Tony, it'd be so smart. I mean, there's, there's you, folks, you can get a lot of information out here on the internet, but it's so vague and it's not specific to each individual situation. So like Tony, you mentioned, it's always best. Folks, partner with someone that you like, someone you trust, that you know has got the resources that's going to help you look into the future. What is this going to look like and what's the most tax efficient way to do it? And and the thing is also, you know, uh, true with dividends. You know, many retirees own stocks, whether they hold them directly or maybe they hold them through, you know, uh, investment, you know, through mutual funds or whatever. But the article does tell us for tax purposes, dividends are paid by companies to their stockholders and they're most often treated as qualified, right? Less often, some of those dividends or categories is not qualified. But the thing is, qualified dividends are still taxed at long-term capital rates, like I highlighted a few minutes ago. Non-qualified dividends are taxed at ordinary income tax rates. So often, shareholders, they must hold their stocks for certain periods of time in order to take advantage of with this, the, you know, the advantages of the capital gains rates for these dividend payments. There's a lot of different tax aspects in yes. retirement. Uh, It depends on where you're getting your money, when you're getting it, how it's taxed. You want to minimize those tax burdens, Steve. Another thing I want to ask you about, uh, annuities, especially fixed indexed annuities are so popular right now with uh, retirees and all the baby boomers that have been retiring as a retirement vehicle. Um, So how are annuities taxed? Because a lot of folks are using that annuities or fixed index annuities for retirement income, but they can be taxed too, correct? Well, they can, Tony, because again, anything that's considered to be an IRA, whether it be in stocks, mutual funds, bonds, you know, in this case, if fixed index annuities, it is going to be taxed at some time because that money went in pre-tax, you know, and some of the exceptions might be if you purchased after-tax dollars and you did purchase an annuity, you, you still get to enjoy some tax-deferred growth on the gains inside that annuity, okay? So let's say you put in 100 grand, that was your after-tax account, that's what we call your cost basis, and let's say that over time that annuity grew to $200,000. You're not taxed on any of the gains during that accumulation phase, but when you start taking money out, again, those gains are gonna be treated as ordinary income added to your adjusted gross income, and that's how you're taxed. But the good news is, Tony, once you start, once you take out the gains, now you're, you're affecting your principal, and that money comes back to you tax-free. Ah, okay. So uh, there are strategies uh, that are involved. I think people need to make sure, uh, again, they give you a call, uh, if they have uh, an annuity or they have income for retirement, retirement accounts, make sure they're talking to you. I know you work alongside tax professionals to make sure yes. that you're looking at the big picture and you're looking ahead to avoid them costly mistakes down the road. And that is really important to have somebody doing that as well, not just a CPA who looks back at last year's tax situation. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but do you think, in your experience, Steve, are do people tend to be surprised uh, when they sit down with you and really <laughs> uh, begin to understand just how complex retirement taxes can be? Yeah, Tony, they really are because there's there's a lot of rules, and uh, again, as you're you're busy, you're you're raising your kids, you're building a nest egg, you you don't often sit down and just think about the complexity of all these rules and what effect is it going to have on you. And yeah, it, it's kind of an eye-opening moment when we do sit down and, and talk to people about here's your snapshot, 
here's what the future is going to look like. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it is kind of a uh, eye-opening experience. And a lot of people are shocked, you know, that, oh, my gosh, I've worked so hard for all this nest egg. And, and now if something happens and, you know, transfers and all this stuff, it's going to be taxed. And it, it is very awakening. So, again, we, we encourage putting together plans that we can affect these taxes. You know, again, taxation, we, we, we minimize it. We don't avoid it because that's, you know, it's against the law. But we do help people understand what, what would be the most tax-efficient way to go about having income for the rest of your life. Well, yeah. And I wanted to quickly ask you about life insurance because I've heard that's a tax-free option. How is that taxed? Or is it taxed? You know, Tony, you know, it is. And that's just it. If life, again, this goes, uh, you hear the opinions of life insurance from many. They they say it's, it's, a, it's a terrible idea. Well, I disagree because it always depends. Every situation depends. But if if life insurance is is utilized and it's done effectively for the right reasons for the right situations, it can be a powerful tool. Even Ed Slot, when you read his book, he's a big advocate for life insurance because it is going to recapture some of those losses you've earned or gained over the years. But yeah, tax, if, if life insurance is structured properly, it can be tax-free to the beneficiaries. And that's something a lot of our folks we talk about, about how life insurance can be a very essential tool in your overall planning. Yeah, that's that's huge. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you one more time and get a copy of that book. Yep, Tony, 937-667-6500. And uh, go to the pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com website. There's a link on there to get to us, either on a calendar, send us a message. We'll definitely get that book to you in the mail. I know we sent out a few books a few weeks ago on the legacy, estate planning. I had some great comments back from that book. Again, one one person's going to get the Ed Slot book, and boy, that'll be a jewel to receive. So, folks, get a hold of us. I know, Tony, there's a lot of things we didn't get to talk, talk on today, but again, folks, just reach out to us. Don't don't take leave this to chance. Uh, get, us, get a hold of us. Let us see what we can do to help you and get you in a really good plan going forward. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Temple Talk Radio with our host, Steve Temple. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.